In today's show, we're looking at the games for Sunday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Eight games coming up for us on Sunday. Let's take a look at what I'm looking for in those games. First game up, we're looking at the Jazz and the Pistons. Jordan Clarkson's been putting up some pretty good numbers as a scorer, and he's not rostered in as many leagues as he should be. So I want to watch him, what his minutes look like, but how, more importantly, what his points production looks like. Same with Boyan Bogdanovic, who's been up one game. He was down for the rest of them. Had a sort of middling game last time, I think 43% from the field. Can he get things going with the shooting? What is he doing outside of the shooting? Almost likely nothing. Like he does nothing else apart from score. But I want to see whether those shots actually go in at a rate that's higher than like 40% because that hasn't been the case this year. For the Pistons, DeLon Wright has assumed the starting point guard role. What does that mean in terms of production? He put on some good numbers last time, but some pretty shitty ones the first time without Killian Hayes. Let's see how much he plays and what his numbers look like. And then Mason Plumley, who had been trending all the way down and played nine first half minutes last game and then ended up with like 33 in total. It was a perfect eight of eight from the line and one of the weirdest lines that you'll see from Mason Plumley. What does the minutes trend look like? How much does he play? What does happen with Isaiah Stewart and Blake Griffin at that center spot? And what does that mean for Plumley's production? Next up, the Bulls and the Clippers. Otto Porter, it looks like he isn't going to play. So what does that mean? Will they start Thad Young? Almost definitely, um, but that gives more value to Pat Williams in Porter's absence, and we'll see what he can do. He puts up some decent defensive numbers a lot of the time. He struggles a little bit in some of those other areas, but what can he do when giving a little bit more of an opportunity to play some more minutes, and what does that mean for Thad Young? Is he going to be a good replacement? And Garrett Temple has been closing games for the Bulls. With Porter out, will he? I assume he'll continue to do that, but who will be the guy that jumps into that lineup alongside him in those climbing, uh, li- uh, closing lineups? For the Clippers, is Marcus Morris going to remain on the bench? I have a lot of people, a lot more than I expected, asking me if Marcus Morris is a 12-team league player. He is not. He is struggling at the moment, but even before he was struggling, he's not a 12-team league guy. Uh, He's more of a 14 to 16-team league player. What does his usage look like? What does his minutes played look like? How does that compare to Nick Batum? Well, Serge Ibaka, his minutes have been very high of late. The shooting has sort of tailed off somewhat, but the numbers are pretty good. His block rate is putting putting up higher block rate numbers than he's seen from him in the past as well, or in the recent past. Um, So I want to see Ibaka, and I want to see how that playing time looks for him. Next up, the Thunder and the Nets. The Thunder Nets. Uh, MC Hamadou Diallo was massive last time out. Big rebounding numbers. Do they play him over Darius Basley? God, it just makes me shudder thinking about it. But that's what happened last game. Will they do it again? I have zero faith in Diallo being able to reproduce what he did last game. But, of course, I want to watch it. And I want to see what happens. And then, of course, I want to see with Basley. Can he 
push through the shooting struggles that he had last game because he'd been on a pretty strong run until that last performance where he did yeah, struggle. I think he was two of nine from the field and it wasn't his best performance uh, pretty clearly. Remains a must-roster player. For the Nets, it looks like um, Kevin Durant will be back. We don't know about Kyrie Irving. He's questionable, but how does Levert fit? either alongside KD or behind KD and Kyrie. Because Levert's last two games have been massive without Kyrie and without Durant. Can he keep any of that momentum going in a secondary role or in a tertiary role, if that's exactly what's going to be happening? And how does that starting lineup look if it is, in fact, KD and Kyrie back? Does Joe Harris remain on the bench? Does uh, Torian Prince continue to start? Or is it Jeff Green? Do they go with DeAndre Jordan back as the starters? God, I hope not. There's almost no way they do it. But hey, who knows? Next up, the Nuggets and the Knicks. No Michael Porter Jr., so let's keep an eye on Will Barton and what he's been doing. Uh, putting up some okay numbers at the moment, at least enough to be a 12-team streamer. Well, how about Gaz Harris? Nice, Gary! Is he back? I don't know. Last two games have been good. I'm not ready to anoint him as back, but we know that the pedigree is there from three or four years ago. Now, I'd said that his shooting was done and it was never coming back, and maybe that is the case. But we've got to watch it closely because those last two games have been really good for Harris. And the minutes remain pretty consistent. And if the offensive part of his game can return, then he's going to be a top 120, top 100 sort of fantasy player. So obviously someone we want to pay attention to. For the Knicks, Austin Rivers is getting a shit ton of minutes and he's producing at a high level. Is he someone we want in 12-team leagues? I want to be watching how Thibodeau uses him. It'll give him more indicative when we get Alec Burks back to see how that rotation looks. But Peyton quickly... Uh, Bullock and Rivers are the four guards at the moment. And how does that look and who gets the most playing time? Well, RJ Barrett is just shooting horribly most games. Can he get something turned around? My faith in him is zero. And I'd like to see him do it for 15 games or 12 out of 15 games in a row before I consider it improved. Because it's just, uh, it's actually this. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yeah, indeed. Uh, really hard to, uh, to get a full grasp or get an understanding of what he does on a consistency basis. Next game up, the Lakers and the Rockets always want to check on Montrez Harrell, who had a good game last time at. Yes, it was against the Bulls, so that uh, factors into it. But what can they do against the Rockets, where there have been some big big man numbers come up against the Rockets, so that could help Harrell. And then Wes Matthews, he's been putting up some bigger numbers too. Now, most of that is because Kentavious Caldwell-Pope has been sidelined. Um, what will they look like in terms of the minutes distribution next game? They did start him over Kyle Kuzma because of his ability to match up against Zach Levine, which was uh, something Frank Vogel said, which I thought was quite interesting. So let's see how Matthews goes in a role that might be limited or might be pushed even further limited if he if KCP is in fact playing. For the Rockets, DeMarcus Cousins. How much does he play? Does he play alongside Christian Wood? How much does he play alongside Christian Wood? How do his numbers look? Because per 36, his numbers look amazing. But if he's going to play 15 minutes a night behind Wood, then it's hard to consider him a must-roster player. So we want to watch that really closely. Well, Jimmy Harden's usage is well down. Didn't even take a single free throw attempt last game, which is wild for Harden. But let's see, can he get a little bit more involved offensively? He's still the third-ranked player over the course of the season, but we'd like him to do a little bit more. For the Heat and the Celtics, we we'll always want to check on Kelly Olenek. He had another big game on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday, that's the day. Um, so he remains a must-roster 12-team league guy. While well, Tyler Hero had been in a massive slump, but... Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Had a real monster. Big usage, great shooting from Hero. Always good to see a guy like that break out of a slump. Remains a 12-team league guy. For the Celtics, there will be no Jason Tatum. There'll be no Tristan Thompson. There'll be no Robert Williams. There may also be no Jalen Brown. So... 
We're going to get some interesting um, options here. I think Peyton Pritchard is in for an absolute big one. I think he's going to start irrespective of if Brown plays or not. But if Brown is out, then you're going to get Pritchard and Smart. And then I'm not sure what you're going to get. Probably Javante Green gets thrown in there. Do you get Aaron Neesmith getting rotation minutes? But we really want to be digging down and paying attention to Pritchard. Do they start Pritchard and T together? There could be some stream value in both of those guys. But Pritchard at this point is probably the big one that's going to have the most of my attention going towards it. Spurs and the Wolves, back-to-back. They literally just played each other today. LaMarcus Aldridge, it's a back-to-back. How will he play? Will he play? How much will he play? He didn't look that good against the Timberwolves, so let's see how he goes here. While Paddy Mills scored pretty well, not not pretty well, in fact, very well, uh, last game without too much else. His numbers have been valuable enough for a 12-team guy. I I don't buy that long-term, but he's producing at the moment. While Carl Anthony Towns was amazing to return to action on Saturday, Will he play in the back-to-back, and how much will he play? He was so good while ravishing Rick Rubio. Minutes up in the 30s in each of the last two games, which is obviously encouraging. Getting good, or close to the 30s, sorry. Getting good assist numbers has been important. Can he keep that trend going? And can he be someone that has that 12-team value for us? The Raptors and the Warriors. Nick Nurse may be starting small with Pascal Siakam at the 5, OG Ananobi, the Jedi, at the old, uh, at the old, what's the position? At the, uh, th- at the 4, that's it. But what about Scarf? OG. OG. Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. And that would mean Norman Powell would start next to Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. Now, Powell started last game and was great. That was because Lowry was out, but Lowry will return here. I don't think they're going to start Chris Boucher because the, the, the indication seems to be they won't go that way. But Len's not the answer. Baines isn't the answer. And Boucher's going to get the minutes anyway. So I don't think we need to worry too much about the wiki. But he's been putting up some good numbers. Make sure he's rostered in your league. For the Warriors... Kelly Oubre, the shooting, it's going to come around. But the thing I'm worried at the moment is the minutes. Like He's getting 25, 26 minutes a night. He needs to be significantly better than that. I'm still holding him while James Wiseman, Blunty. He's just not playing enough. Eric Paschal, the triangle, he's getting the backup center minutes and cutting into what he can do. Now, maybe there's a reprieve for Wiseman because uh, Kevon Loon is questionable. But... Yeah, 19 minutes a night doesn't cut it as a 12-team league player. He just isn't getting enough. He doesn't contribute to winning enough for Kerr to play in those minutes. And they're maybe moving a little bit away from that uh, development that they were focusing on with him early in the season. For the streamers, you're looking at Norm Powell, pretty obvious one. Pat Beverly, I think, for the Clippers is someone we stream. Peyton Pritchard is another guy to take a look at there. Paul Millsap for the Nuggets. And then Royce O'Neal, who dropped an absolute monster on our heads last time out. Guys, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.